We've been gone for a minute, but we are back again. It's been a year, a year and two months since we have recorded an episode of Atelier 1121. But things have changed. So many things have changed. COVID is over. We are out. And our first episode back after our long hiatus is with Jocelyn. Jocelyn from Jocelyn and Sweet Compressions, who are now on tour. And you can look at their tour dates on their website. And going into this episode, I would like to thank all those who have continued to listen to the podcast even while we were gone. We are now in New York and we will be interviewing artists from now on. We're going to finish season six with updating you on all the artists that we've had on previous episodes and let you know what they're doing now. Since COVID has happened, lives have changed drastically. So here we are with Jocelyn from Jocelyn and the Sweet Compressions. Hey, Pumpkin. Hey. All right. This is New York, so just prepare for there to be sirens, (laughs) airplanes, And a bird that likes to live outside of my window named Beyonce that can mimic my fire alarm. And I don't think she likes me. So um, we're going to just get started. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we just got off of YouTube Live listening to the entire album of Jocelyn and the Sweet Compressions. And today she is our special guest. It's been a year since we have talked to her. And welcome, Jocelyn. Hey, thank you. Um, It has been some time since the last time we spoke, about two years. Can you catch us up on what has been happening with Jocelyn and the sweet compression since the last time we spoke? Well, I think we lost her. We are all the way in New York and she is broadcasting from Kentucky. So let's give her some time to reconnect. There we go. (laughs) Awesome. Jocelyn, can you tell us what has happened in the last few years since the last time we talked to you and and the Sweet Compressions? Okay, last time we talked a couple years ago, since then a lot has changed. Um, As you know, my stepfather uh, passed away. He was the one who pretty much put the band together and was co-writer on songs and my lead guitar player. So uh, with him passing last October and being diagnosed with a glioblastoma back in April, so much has changed. A new guitar player being onboarded um, and a lot of new faces. Uh, So it's basically trying to rebuild the band at this point. But everything as far as the sound and the music, everything's still going smoothly. I'm lucky to be a part of a band with amazingly talented people. So I'm excited to see where this, where the next steps are. Um, we have some great opportunities. We're moving further out west uh, with being able to perform and you know get into new areas. Uh, so there's a lot of exciting things coming up this summer. We'll be on like six week tour. So yeah, I'm excited. Well, that is one of my questions I have wrote down. What is it like touring now? Last time we checked, you know, you had a lot of um, 
Kentucky locations that you were going to. I mean, don't get me wrong. For those who don't know, touring in Kentucky is a job in itself because it may seem small, but there are a lot of places to perform in Kentucky. But now you're in Chicago. You were in New York in April. That's mm -hmm. the last time I saw you. You are all over. I believe you went to Canada recently. Uh, last year we went to Canada, yeah. So you're officially international, but what is it like touring now with such a dense schedule? Uh, it's hectic and extremely tiring, but I'm loving every second of it and would not change it because um, this is what we asked for, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have had some um, experience touring because in your college years, you uh, had the experience of living on the bus, going from city to city. But now that you're not moving with a mass choir, but it's just you and your band, what have you been able to learn and attain from that experience managing yourself? Um, honestly, it's mostly about just kind of keeping things in order, mm -hmm. like making sure you have a good, solid group of people who you can depend on to get where you need to get. And then mm -hmm. having someone who can orchestrate all of that. Like I have now I have a tour manager last year. This time, I didn't have that. So I was trying to handle everything on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, you know, one of my best friends as my tour manager who helps to organize and to contact venues and to, you know, basically keep everyone's head on straight, keep right. everybody together. So that has been a huge burden off my shoulders that she's allowed me to have by, you know, joining us and helping out. It's um, really great to have a team and family around you the way that you have. Um, one of my next questions is, can you share with us the things that you've learned that you didn't know before when it comes to touring? Um, sheesh. Um, I learned that I hate the business side of things. <laughs> <laughs> Does it impede on your creativity? It can, because you don't have the free space in your mind to be able to have the creative freedom that you would have. Instead, now you're thinking about oh, I need to book this, make sure I'm booking the rooms. Oh, do we have enough money to make it here? Oh, is the band going to die? Oh, <laughs> you're thinking all kinds of things. You have to yeah. think about van maintenance, people maintenance, yourself maintenance. Make sure you get time, space for yourself to clear your own thoughts and have your own space. And mm -hmm. it's it's it gets really hectic. And those are things you have to do with to think about without the business aspect of things you know the mental health the keeping making sure you're solid ground and grounded then uh, of course you have to think about have I contacted the venue is the venue going to get back in contact with me how mm -hmm. do we make sure that we know what time to be there and what time is loaded and hey are you going to make it to the game with your transportation looking like hey you know yeah. you, gotta, you have to think about outside of just being the creative creator that you are or being able to express yourself musically, all that stuff kind of plays into it. Um, so with that being said, do you see um, a lot of changes and a different arrival to the final product of this new album that we hear is coming out soon? Uh, but, it's coming out uh, this late this summer. Uh, we are mm -hmm. officially with planning to have it out in June, but things just did not fall in the way for that to happen. Um, so now we're having to push it back um, and we're planning to have it late summer, or okay. late release um, of the new album. And things will pretty much be 
I mean, as far as the music goes, me and Marty still wrote this uh, upcoming album. Now, after that, yes, there's going to be changes because you're missing a major element in the writing. Mm -hmm. Um, With the loss of your stepfather, which took a huge toll on, of course, the family and the band, um, how do you see yourself moving forward now? It's going to be different, for sure. Um, But I'm still going to try to keep as much of that same energy as we've had before mm-hmm. a few tweets. This next album, after the one we released this summer, I plan on just being heavy fuck. Like, I want it to be so nasty. And I want to make it to where something Marty would hear and be like, yes, that's what I'm proud. To, I'm proud to say that I helped you here. I'm proud to have been a part of this project. I want to make myself proud and I want to make him proud and I just can't wait to get started on that project right now we're just gonna work on touring yeah and expansion and making sure that we keep this train on track so basically what you're saying is this is not the end of course with the loss of your stepfather but the third album you'll be we'll be hearing more of your voice and your path through this major change correct that's really impressive, Jocelyn. It's a really heavy burden that you have taken on. And I, for one, coming, you know, looking from the outside, looking in, the album is amazing. The previous one, I'm really excited for this, to hear the second one. And even the anticipation of the third album of you writing it without Marty is going to be something super nasty that we hope to hear and I really hope it is listen I'm so nervous about doing it without him you know but I know he'll be there and oh and yeah honestly, if, 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 if I'm being 100% honest um, I don't think it will be fully without him because when he passed like, you know I had access to everything he ever done and he had left me his Dropbox and he has so many voice memos when I tell you this man was beatboxing into his cell phone ideas that he has so even from the grave he still has that's beautiful Uh, so i'm so excited to have those things i can't wait to use some of those things um Mm -hmm. in the next project that we do i remember having a conversation with you where you were like oh i have practice today i don't want to go to practice but you know we got to get it done are you guys already practicing um the new music for once the album drops late summer Oh yeah, honestly, we've already been performing the new music. We've been performing it for almost a year now. Now a lot, like, there's a few songs that we haven't performed yet off of the album, but a lot of the music is music that we still we actually currently perform live. Okay, what song right now are you uh, enjoying the most? Um, it depends on my mood. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes when I first wrote. When we first write the album, my favorite song was Love Song. I was like, this is a good crude song. Uh, I could just see myself driving, you know, on a country road and listening to that song. It's called Love Song. Mm-hmm. I really like that groove. And then, of course, if you're angry, they're going to be cutting it off. We have, a, we have a few videos coming out uh, soon. Uh, we're about to start, you know, posting teasers and stuff for the new release so I'm excited to see those things but yeah cutting it off I love The Fixer I love I like a lot of the music that we've done of course I'm biased but <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that at all I'm excited about a lot of other people you only get one life it's called What Is That You Got 
slash don't get one like. So, I like that song too. It makes me want to go skating. So, <laughs> so um, how do you think that from the day that you left your job to go full time into performing your own music, your own album, how do you think you have changed the most in what areas? Since I left my nine to five, I've changed in all the best ways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer, you know, dreading waking up to go make money for a person who doesn't appreciate my time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I just found myself being a lot happier, and I didn't realize how unhappy I was. Well, actually, that's a lot. I knew I was happy, but I just didn't know the magnitude of being happy. You know, I didn't know how much it had settled in. It got to the point where it was changing my personality, having to go to work. You know, so when I when I freed myself, <laughs> I had a lot more creativity. I had a lot more just mental like clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot more about myself. And at that time, it was a pandemic, so I was literally just in the house with myself. Um, oh, so yeah, I was. You know, it was along with myself. I got to do a lot of healing, a lot of soul searching. Mm-hmm. In those moments, so I think I am a million times better now, not having that and being able to have that space in that time than I would have been had I not done. So, um, may I say this? My favorite song from your previous album is Changing Times, which is so ironic because. You know, it came out in 2019 and then COVID happened. When I say that is a very valid COVID song, it is crazy how how good it is. Um, now, changing times, y'all know that came from uh, Beverly and Mays. That's a cover. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. But I love that it's on the album. And honestly, that's my favorite performance on your album. Of course, yeah. And honeybee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, can I ask, what are the next tour dates? Uh, hold on just a second. I got to get my calendar out. I don't have oh, a lot yeah. of things left in my brain. Oh, it's all good. You know I can edit this <laughs> down, so it's all good. You don't have to, like, rush or nothing. Kenny, what's our schedule? <laughs> uh, Friday, we are in Mason, Georgia, uh, Georgia at Society Garden. So Friday is making Georgia Society Garden. Saturday we are. We can hear her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Go ahead. Yeah, Kendra, talk. knock oh. it out. <laughs> Saturday we are in Port Royal, uh, South Carolina at um, it's uh, Music on Paris Avenue, which is I'm pretty sure like a town function. So it's a free event for anybody that lives in that area. And then next week, we'll be heading to um, Summer Camp, uh, which is a big music festival uh, next Friday in um, Illinois. And Saturday, next Saturday, we'll be playing at Route 51 in Carbondale, Indiana. Or Illinois, so sorry. So do you feel like your summer is going to be pretty full this year? Oh, honey, my summer is about to be ridiculous. We have a Freaking five and a half, six week tour this summer. That's <laughs> very be beautiful. Home for five, six weeks. So, so how? how? Being an independent artist, 
Is there anything, because you might as well put it out there in the universe, is there anything that you need right now that when people come across this podcast, they can say, hey, I would love to support her in this way. Is there anything that people can do for you to help you and your band progress? Um, just, you know, by listening, streaming, go to our website. If you like what you hear, get yourself some merch, get yourself some swag. Of course, if you wanted to bless us, you are more than welcome to do that. You know, we have, you know, any kind of, what are they called, Lord? My brain. It's okay. <laughs> so our cash app is homage to, you know, my stepdad. So it's just dollar sign Marty Charters or Martin Charters. Where can um, our listeners find you on social media platforms? Oh, we're on pretty much everything. You know, it's Jocelyn, J-O-S-L-Y-N and T-S-C. Um, that is, you know, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. It's just Jocelyn and the Sweet Compressions, you know, spelled all the way out. We have a Twitter that we never use, but we have Twitter. And it's, again, J-O-S-L-Y-N and T-S-C. Um, I think those are the words we have that we are most likely to use. Uh, we have a link tree. So you can, you know, find out where our tickets are. If you go to our Instagram, there's a link to our link tree. Awesome. I just want to let you know, Jocelyn, that we are huge fans. We love what you're doing. We know it's not easy, but you are paving a way for yourself. And it is extremely impressive. We are so proud. We love the music and we are looking forward to the new music that will be coming out soon. Thank you. Well, Jocelyn, thank you so much for being on Italia 1121. And we will talk to you again soon. Ladies and gentlemen, please go to their website, check out their tour dates. If you feel moved to share any of your gifts with them, please cash app Zelle, buy merch, stream their music, even watch their music on YouTube. It is everywhere under Jocelyn and the Sweet Compressions. Yep. Thank you so much. If you are an artist and you are interested in being on Italia 1121, please reach out to us at rouletteont at gmail. That's R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E-O-N-T at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening to Italia 1121.